With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always I'm joined by Elliot Holman. I'm excited for this. Let's get started. Yes. Uh, now, as we mentioned on the last episode of the MLS UK show, I'm on holiday this week. So we thought to get ahead of ourselves and to do something a bit different, we're going to be grading every team's MLS journey so far this season. Um, now, Elliot, with this, uh, let, let's get into your mind a little bit. What? How are you sort of, what are you thinking of when you're grading and what sort of stuff are you looking at? Well, I think at the start of the season we looked, and you can you can go back and listen to our early episodes. We talked about who performed really well in the transfer market, who had built themselves a roster where they've given themselves a really decent chance to um, to make the playoffs, to be serious contenders for the supporter shield, um, to top the conference, to to win MLS Cup. If if you're a team that we didn't really believe had the roster and you've just performed bang average, then I'm I'm okay with it. I think, you know, um, we've, we've tackled the roster. We need to be looking at how teams are performing on the pitch. So for me, um, it's, it's what you're doing with what you've got and your realistic chances of, you know, if you were to continue at this rate, where are you going to finish and how acceptable is that? Yeah, okay, I, see, I get that. I think uh, that's going to be in my head as well, is that where... Based on what I expected at the start of a season, this is going to be my main theory behind it. Is where what I thought at the start of a season. How are you doing on that track? So if you, I expected you to finish bottom of the conference and you're now sixth, then you're going to get a higher grade than a team I thought would finish first and is actually in sixth. If you get what I mean. Um, so uh, yeah, well let's get started then. We're going to start with the East. Uh, and that's not just because in alphabetical order, Atlanta are at the top. So um, I'll tell you what, Elliot, you can start on this one. Atlanta United. Okay. Um, what what are the what are the grey boundaries, by the way? Um, let's do A, B, C, D, F. Okay. E, e and F. Um, well, <laughs> Atlanta for me. Um, Obviously, three losses recently, and then they've kind of turned it around a little bit. Um, they are fourth in the East. And for me, it's bang on track of, of where I would have expected them to be, maybe even a little bit higher, um, even though it feels like they've they've not been great. Performances are the problem for me. So I would probably, you know, go, I'd probably go the lower end of um, 
of B because I think they're maybe over, you know, outperforming results wise, outperforming how they're actually playing. Um, so yeah, for me, it's a low B. It's a really interesting moment with Atlanta because at the start of the season, I didn't actually expect that much from them. Um, I was worried that I, I thought they'd make playoffs, but I was worried it would be a season of mid table. So to look at Atlanta and see the fourth, then that is better than what I expected, to be honest. Um, you could argue that uh, Almeida has, has been carrying Atlanta a bit. I mean, what is it? Six goals as we speak and eight assists or something like that, which the assist is a MLS, uh, you know, top of the MLS standings. So, um, you, you know, but then they've got Yakamakis, they've got a few other players that have been doing okay. And I think Atlanta actually will end up finishing around fourth, maybe third in the East. So in that sense... They are doing better than what I thought. I just think that some of the results have been poor. Um, and I don't think when you look at the teams they've played, I don't think they've played many of the big hitters yet. So for Atlanta, I'm going to go for a, a C, C+. Plus. Uh, it is better than what I thought, but uh, I really want to see them properly challenged and we'll see where they go from there. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, right, let's move to Charlotte then. Uh, as we speak, uh, this is on Friday the 26th, so we haven't, we haven't, there's a couple of game weeks that have, have happened in the meantime. Uh, Charlotte are ninth in the East. Um, have they underwhelmed for you or is this how you expected? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't mind it, to be fair. Um, you know, Charlotte in ninth, sure, they would want to be doing better, but I think realistically, did we expect them to do better than ninth? <laughs> Probably not. They're gonna they're gonna be disappointed that they're missing out on the playoffs. So you know, but but I think they haven't got an insanely packed roster with with huge amounts of of sure there's talent, but not you know top MLS talent. It's a league that's really moved on in the la- even in the last year, let alone the last three or four years. Um, so for me, Charlotte are just kind of exactly where I expected them to be. So. Um, I, I guess you can't score them too harshly for that. So I'm going to go for a B. Yeah, I think with Charlotte, I think naturally with St. Louis doing so well, you'd look at the late, the team before them who came into it and look at Charlotte and, and compare. Um, Charlotte are pretty much doing the same as what the, I mean, they finished ninth, well, around ninth, maybe eighth last season. So they're doing similar anyway to last season. So in that case, I don't think they've necessarily improved or, or lost any talent or form or how what we expect. Um, so in that case, I'm, I'm going to give Charlotte actually a D because I did feel with the crowd there, I was hoping they could do a bit better. They've not so far. We'll see if they can make the playoffs or not. Uh, but um, I, my worry for Charlotte is that they're going to just fall into the trap of just being a sort of into obscurity, that sort of the teams that just finish around 10th, to 13th every year. I'm thinking of Houston and maybe, you know, San Jose, that sort of, that sort of. They could, they could franchise. be a Cincy. They could be a Cincy. Yeah, they could. Uh, but I mean, to be a Cincy, you're going to have to drop way off the pace. I think they're better than what we saw Cincy as that. Um, so yeah, D for me for Charlotte. Uh, let's move on to Chicago. They are 14th at the moment. They've just sacked uh, their head coach. How, what would you grade them with? This one feels different because, they are consistently bad every season. And so it's kind of like, well, do we just accept that they aren't a main player in MLS and therefore 
they're 13th in the standings and that's exactly where we think they belong? Or do we score them harshly and say, no, you they should be doing better? Um, I think it's the latter. I, I think somewhere deep, deep, deep down in here, I want to go against everything I've ever seen in my time watching MLS and say, they should be a bigger team, more successful team than they are. Um, and it feels like another another iteration of Chicago where they are bad. So for me, again, with Shakiri, with the talents they've got up top, remember this is another season where they haven't really got the most out of that. Um, I'm going to have to score them harshly. I'm, I'm going to have to go with a D because I just... Come on, Chicago. <laughs> Come on. Show us something. Anytime. I've got to echo what you say. I can't really add much to that. I think it's been uh, a bit underwhelming, disappointing with the players they've got. You know, you look at other teams that are, uh, you know, consistently not finishing in good positions and you can argue and go, well, yeah, but who have they got? Which players have they got that are going to push them up? Chicago have some good players there. I thought last week, last season they recruited quite well. Um, and uh, it's not worked out for him. So uh, I'm going to be harsher than you. I'm going to go D minus for that. Uh, Cincinnati, top of the shop in the East. Go on, what's your rating? Strong roster. Um, but you still, as you know, as teams will prove uh, when we get to them, you still have to do something with that. Um, and they've been exceptional. Nine wins from 13 games. Um, fantastic record at home um, averaging 2.3 points per game really strong really 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 incredible and especially when you look at where they were I know we're just focusing on this season they've you know they really have turned it around the front office have done a fantastic job they've got the stadium in place the fan base is behind them they they're great to watch as well they keep it tight we're not talking eight goals a game um, and uh, some quite narrow victories as well, if I remember correctly. But I, I'm really impressed. They look a proper side. I think if you can, if you can win by a goal, then you're keeping it tight at the back, and that's that really is saying something in this league. So, um, excellent from Cincinnati. It has to be an A. Yeah, A for me. A star. Actually, I would give them um, as we speak the five points clear at the top. Of the East, of course, they've had problems with Brenner as well. And that's not really been talked about because they've been doing so well. And, you know, he was a, a big player for them last year. And they've, uh, they've pushed on from last year. Uh, and now they are um, they are favourites to win the East, which a few years ago would have sounded a crazy comment, to be honest. But, uh, but yeah, I think despite that with Brenner, I think they've been playing very well. And any team after, what, 10 games? Is it 13 games that they are? Um, they're top by five points. Can't you can't ask for anything more? Uh, right, Columbus, they're in eighth at the moment as we speak. Uh, so on the cusp of the playoffs, what's your rating for them? Yeah, last last five games or so, they've they've dropped off a little bit. Um, I watched a lot of Columbus in the early uh, weeks because I was really interested to see how they were going to do. They were performing really well, got some fantastic results. Um, kind of tailed off a little bit, but um. I like the squad they've got. I think Cucho is is an absolutely fantastic capture. Um, really, really like Farsi um, playing on the right as well. I think he's been fantastic. So, um, even though they're out, they're outside the playoffs, which ultimately means they are 
yeah, they're missing out on their on their targets. So um for me it's probably a C and it feels a bit harsh. You know what? I'm gonna give him a C as well. And um, you know, I think that yeah, they've got some good players there. Kucho is a good player. Um, you know, and and others as well. He's not just a one man team. And I, I feel with Columbus that okay, a few of the fan base will look and go, we expected better than eighth. But I feel that there's there's a there's something there with Columbus. I think the their ascent is gonna come in the second half of the season. I, I'm actually quite comfortable that they're gonna make playoffs. So it's been average at the moment. If you if we spoke again in say September, October and they're still in eighth. Maybe it'd be different. Maybe I'd look at it and think probably a D. But uh, at the moment, C. And let's see how we do uh, for the rest of the season. Um, right, DC United in sixth. And I feel this grading would have been a lot different a few months ago. It would. It really would. Um, been impressed with DC, um, especially in the, you know, only, only lost one in their last five, I believe. So... Um, by the time you watch this, you won't even know if I'm right anyway. Um, but I think, I think that's right. Um, Ben Teke being an absolute madman, uh, big wazzer in charge doing bits. Um, thrilled to see them up there because it's been a while. Let's be honest. Um, it's been a long time since they've had a good enough roster to be up there, let alone, uh, a coach and a, and a striker. And, um, so yeah, I feel like, feel like Wayne's doing a really good job, um, Ultimately, they finish in the playoffs. They achieve their goals. I, th- I think that's I think that's a fair comment. They're not they're they're an old MLS team, but they're not a huge MLS team. Uh, and so, for me, it's a, it's a solid B. Yeah, DC United is fascinating. This because I'm going to give them a B as well. But as we know with MLS, by the time this comes out, they could have easily lost two, maybe three matches if I don't get around to editing it in time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, suddenly they go out of the playoff uh, picture and they are, uh, my grade would probably be a D. So at the moment it's a B. I think, I think with Ben Teke could be a massive signing for them. He's a good player. We've seen it in the Premier League. Obviously, by the t- at the end of his Premier League sort of stint, it weren't going that well for him. But I think he's a player that could really suit MLS and suit DC. And he, he's done well so far. So... Uh, if he can carry on, if he can score more goals, then DC should make the playoffs. And I think for DC, if we used to grade them at the end of the season and they make playoffs, bearing in mind at the start of the season we didn't have much hope for them, uh, I think B would be my grade again. So, uh, yeah, B for me. Uh, right, now we move down to CF Montreal. Uh, it's been a difficult start for them. They're 13th at the moment in the East, but... Didn't we expect? I don't think we expected much from them, to be honest. Montreal's a really difficult one. Um, did we expect a lot? Not really. Um, and then they played a load of away games. So they've played eight away games. And they've only won one at this point. Um, lost seven, not even got a draw on the road. So um, it's. But then you feel really harsh judging them on that. Um, they've now played five home games, won four of them, lost one. So they're still yet to draw a game uh, this season. And, and it really does feel it really does feel difficult to place them. So I, I think a C, while we kind of let the home and the away games even out a little bit and, and kind of see where they see where they pan out um, by mid-season. But um yeah, not never were going to pull up any trees, to be honest. 
No, which it did. I mean, we did so well last season, and any team, kind of like Colorado the year before, that do really well one year, get at the top end of the conference, and then by June, the season after, they're in the bottom few. You normally would look straight away at being an F or an E or a D or whatever. But I think with Montreal, because of the away games, you look at the home games, they've won four of them. Like they've picked up all all their points apart from uh, one win away at home. That tells me that, I mean, MLS home farm is so important. And that tells me that they could, we could see something from Montreal going into the next part of the season. If they can keep their home farm, they'll naturally play more home games than away games anyway. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a, a C minus, a C minus because they are down there, but a C because there's uh, a bit like Columbus. We I I expect we could see something in the next part of the season from them. Uh, right, let's have a look. Oh, we missed out. Um, we missed out into Miami. I'm sorry, into Miami fans. Although you might have uh, wanted us to miss you out. Um, go on, Elliot. They Orlando's rivals. We've just seen. Uh, we spoke about on the last episode Phil Neville having a, a bit of a meltdown in a press conference. How do you see Inter Miami at the moment? Start of the season was really poor. Went a long while, um, you know, without a win, without scoring. Joseph went a long while without having even having a shot on target. Um, last five, you know, won three, lost their last two. It really is sort of like just as you think they're turning the corner, they turn back again. Um, ultimately. They've won just over 50% of their home games. It's okay. It's not fantastic. It's probably not playoff form, if I'm honest with you. Um, And away from home, they've only won one out of six, I believe, that they've played now. So it's not great. Um, They're a big brand. They, you know, at the end of the day, they dug their hole, you know, when they similar to, they took a similar approach to Atlanta in like the, you know, the big outlandish approach. Um, it's a global brand. It's huge. It's David Beckham. It's Miami. And ultimately it, it is massively underperforming and, and has done since it joined MLS. Um, it's harsh, but it's, it's true. Uh, other teams just go about their business quietly. Um, Nashville, um, uh, St. Louis. So I, it's, it's gotta be a D D at best. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm going to go D minus for into Miami. I think it is same old story with Miami. And uh, I'll be honest with you, if I had to guess where they'd finish, it would probably be where they are now. And we'll see runs of a few wins and then runs of heavy defeats. And it's the what we've seen for the last few years. I think Miami, though, whereas we give DC uh, a high grade saying, well, they're in safety they're doing well. I think Miami are at the same place, but um, the opposite. Miami could easily win the next two or three matches and then we speak in three weeks and suddenly they're up to, what, fourth in the table, fifth in the table. Um, whereas at the moment, they haven't and that's why they're in 12th as we speak. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go for a D. Yeah, D. I think there's uh, hopefully more to come from Miami because, you know, I know we can talk about the Orlando-Miami rivalry, but they are a big name. You know, they have got big uh, named people backing them. Uh, they're an attractive brand to try and push MLS to the rest of the world. So when you uh, when they're looking and seeing them in the out of the playoffs consistently, it isn't it isn't good to try and push the league. So uh, yeah, let's hope that uh, Miami can turn it around. But for now, we're going to go with a D. Okay, Nashville. Um, 
absolutely smashing it, right? Um, knew that they built a good roster, knew they're good at home, knew they're good at keeping it tight, but even I didn't expect them to be right up there, second behind uh, Cincinnati. So uh, it's, a, it's a solid A for me. Yeah, a well, A plus for me. I think um, that... Uh, yeah, I think Nashville, I don't know what I expected them from this year. I don't think I expected them to be second. Um, Hanny Muktar had a slow start to the season, but he's really picked up now and he scored eight and, and got six assists, I think. So he's their main you know, main player. He won uh, MVP last year and he's doing his best to try and win it again this year. Um, so yeah, I think Nashville, when you look at them at the moment as we speak, they are in second, five points behind Cincy, but uh, more importantly, they're... You know, they're already nine points above the playoff line. So, yeah, I think Nashville, I couldn't have asked for much more from them. Um, maybe a bit better away farm. Uh, actually, I'm going to just go A. Forget the plus. Just go A because they're away farm. They've, uh, they've only won two. But, you know, they, they've won as many as they've lost away. So, uh, yeah, very impressed. Good start from Nashville. Um, right, let's rattle through these. New England Revolution, they're one place behind uh, Nashville, the third. A poor season last year. We we thought the pressure was on Bruce Arena this year to follow it up with a better season, and so far he's doing that. Yeah, uh, won four of their six home games. Um, that's about 70%. Um, f- few wins away, three wins out of seven, which is what makes the difference. That's why they're so high up the table. Um, most, you know, most teams average one win in 10 away games. So that is certainly above average doing a fantastic job. Um, and ultimately there's no way they don't make the playoffs. You know, you can say that with confidence. I've watched a lot of new England revolution this season. Um, they play some very good stuff. And, uh, for me, it's very close, very close to an A. I'm going to go, I'm going to go B. Uh, I'm going to go A minus, um, and that's purely just because they third. I think uh, on the whole, yeah, they've had a good season. Pressure was on Bruce Arena, as we just said, uh, and he's coming through it at the moment with flying colours. There's still a, a st- there's still a bit around the club, just a bit of uncertainty. I know a, a fan uh, was it last month or the month before. I had a uh, had a go at Altidore, and there's just something not quite there. I think with them, but I think deep down, if you asked all New England Revolution fans, would you have taken third after 13 games? Um, I think they all would have took it. So yeah, so far, Bruce Arena's uh, doing very well. Uh, right, New York City FC, they're in 10th at the moment, just below the playoff line. Um, I, I'm i going to be honest, I'm going to give New, Eng- uh, New York City FC... D- minus, and I didn't really expect much from them this season, to be honest. We mentioned that I think when we talked about rosters, we thought they were still going to fill some gaps. For me, they haven't done that. And therefore, even with that, you know, the fact that they haven't got such a strong roster, even with that in mind, I think it's been a disappointing season. So for me, um, yeah, I'd have to say D as well, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, and we know that attacking-wise, there's still a lot of improvement needs to be made. Um, they've only scored 15 so far this season, which is, uh, you know, I think Orlando have scored 16, but other than that, they're quite a few behind every other team that are in the, the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, that needs to be addressed, I think, before we start uh, looking at NYCFC as potentially winning MLS Cup again. 
Um, and I'll be if you if they got a similar roster now for the rest of the season, I think that they will be finishing in a, a similar spot. May get into the playoffs, possibly won't. So um, we'll see. It's a big summer ahead for New York City FC. Uh, let's go to uh, New Jersey then. New York Red Bulls. Uh, they are in eleventh, one spot behind NYCFC. They've sat the head coach. Um, what do you think with Red Bulls? Because I I, I mean. In seasons other than last season, we tend to expect them to get playoffs. Um, and this year, I'll be honest, I don't. Again. No, I, I don't. One less than half their, their home games. Uh, haven't won away in seven. Uh, lost three of those. It's, it's What's more worrying as well is it's kind of like some of the, you know, the scoring less than one every two away games. Um it's just it's just poor or all, all over to be honest with you um only scoring once a game at home on average as well it seems a mess um it's, it's they're very lucky to to be getting a d to be honest uh right orlando seventh in the uh in the east uh 19 points three points off atlanta in fourth uh, but I still don't think your grading is going to be very positive for Orlando. No, um, and I think that's mainly because, in my opinion, um, if you go into this season with Pereira in charge, it's because you haven't fired him last year because you believe he's the man to take this really good roster and be hugely successful with it because it's a very good roster. Um, they haven't haven't done that. Um, been very average terrible at home won won some away games but it's ever so ever so bizarre i don't know if i've seen a season like it uh seven home games won two of them that i'm sorry it's just not it's just not good um but yet they've won half their away games it's, it's ever so bizarre so that kind of saves them a little bit so it's it's a c um, i'm just i'll be honest with you i'm i'm bored of all the games are on at once right at the minute, thanks to season pass, I'm not watching them. That it's it's boring. Like I'm an Orlando fan that's not watching Orlando. I think that just tells you everything. Uh, well, for me, I've, I probably expected more from Orlando. I've got to admit, I think um, I expected you. I didn't think you'd win the conference, but to be at least challenging in in third, maybe fourth spot. I know you're only three points off fourth, but yeah, I think I've been underwhelmed by Orlando so far this season. So I'm going to have to give you a C-. minus. Um, you know, by the time this goes out, you could well be out of the playoff uh, zone, which would then definitely put you down to a D, possibly an E. But um, yeah, for now, give you the benefit of a doubt. And uh, I think that um, there's, there's got to be more to come from Orlando. And uh, hopefully not against Atlanta, though. So <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you to uh, to stay below us. Um, right now we need to end the East on Toronto, which is uh, which is is a nice sort of symbolization of their season so far because they are bottom of the conference, um, thirteen points as we speak from fourteen games. <sighs> Can you give anything else other than an F? No, simples. Yeah, um, yeah. The the players we talked about Chicago squad and said these perhaps should be doing better. I think Toronto definitely should be doing better with their squad. Bernadeschi's had stuff to say as well in recent weeks. It's it's not all harmonious there. 
Bob Bradley's under a lot of pressure and uh, yeah, I think Toronto have got to be doing better because we expected... If if you'd have said Toronto were top of the conference at this point, at the start of the season, you said, right, Toronto going to be top of the conference. Not one person, I don't think, would have been surprised. Maybe with a the defence, they would have been surprised. But that attacking, what they've got up front, no one would have been surprised. But they're not the bottom of the conference and uh, they've only scored 13 goals. So, uh, yeah, very poor. Very, very poor. Yeah, I, I've got nothing to add. Winning one, two games all season is big signings. Uh, Bob Bradley should know what he's doing. It doesn't seem like he does, um, which is a bold statement, but at the bottom of the league. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Um, yeah, hugely, hugely disappointed. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Elliot Holman. Henry Hewitt. MLS UK Show. Welcome back. It's now time to look at the West and grade each team in MLS in their 2023. Right, as we do, alphabetical order. It's time to start with Austin. Elliot, how would you rate theirs? It's hard, isn't it? Because you kind of feel like they're, they're sort of where, where they're at and that's fine, but they were so good last year. So it's really difficult to to see them follow that up with two home wins from seven been some brutal results um away from home two wins from six so you know that's a 30 percent win rate at home 30 percent win rate away i i think even if you were realistic with your expectations for austin that's not good enough so um it's a d for me yeah, it's a strange one with Austin, isn't it? Because, you know, I think we're going off what they did last season, I suppose in a similar way to Montreal, is that you you then expect that they're going to do it again. And it's not been the case. You know, we had a message on our Twitter after a recent episode of uh, UT Curran, I think you pronounce it. Uh, anyway, but they were saying that they're an Austin fan. And, um, you know, I think he agreed with that. He said that the uh, Austin have achieved so much last year, performed above expectations and now it's come back to haunt them a little bit. They've had, the the few of the players have been in and out. They've not really had a consistent team. The defence has been a bit all over the place as well and uh, as a result, it's meant that they've they've dropped down the league. So, um, you know, can the likes of Dry UC help them again take them up and score the goals that is going to put them to the top end of the conference this season going off the start they've made? I'm not too sure. So, uh, I'm going to give Austin a. I'm going to give them a D because I, I did expect more. 
if the result, you know, if the season ended right now, then they're in the playoffs. So technically, that's what they've achieved. But um, you know, I, I think there's there's got to be more to come from them because they did achieve so much last year. So I'm going to go with a D. Um, right, let's move to Colorado then. They had that great season a few years ago, then struggled last year, and they look like they're struggling again. They're in 12th spot in the West. And remember, there's only 14 teams in the West as well. Um, what would you grade Colorado? Not won a home game yet, which is awful. Um, one, two away, but that kind of is pointless because then <laughs> you're still you're, you're not capitalising it on it. You're not building on it at home. So... Um, win rate fourteen percent. That that's just awful. That really is poor. Um, should be doing way way better. And uh, you know, there's there's so many. They're scoring less than a goal per game. Um, they're conceding um, away from home. They're conceding over one and a half goals per game. The xG they're giving up against them is one point eight per game is really poor. It makes for really bad reading. Yeah, I think for me with Colorado, you, you look and think, right, well, who's going to take them out of this slump? Who's going to score the goals or, you know, or who's going to who's going to drag them to them victories? And I can't see who. I know Connor Rohan has, has got a few assists. He's done very well so far. But other than that, I can't really see who is going to do that. So I think it's another season of finishing at this sort of position for Colorado. And, I'll be honest with you at the moment, I fully expect Sporting KC and LA Galaxy to to sort of push up a gear and do a lot better going into the end of the season. I mean, I don't think they'll make playoffs, but I expect them to do something. Uh, so I would be worried if I was a Colorado fan that they'd, uh, they'd end up finishing bottom. But we'll wait and see. But yeah, for now, I'm going to, I guess I'll go with an F too. Um, although I, I didn't really expect much. So maybe, maybe an E. Maybe just because I didn't expect much from them anyway. <laughs> and at least they're not bottom at the moment. Uh, right, let's go to Dallas then. So Dallas are in fourth. They, they, they continue to shine, you know, in MLS. They're in a healthy position in the playoffs, similar to last season. Um, what would you grade them? Yeah, uh, it's a B for me. Um, exactly where I expect them to be. Um they're you know they're eighth overall um you know one loss at home it's not awful um had a couple of away wins uh, a couple of draws away from home as well which has has kept them exactly where they are um i think it's i think it's good we know they keep producing great players um we've got some fantastic players that i love watching so it's a solid b from me yeah, I'm going to go B2. Uh, I think that, you know, obviously Jesus Ferreira's done very well for him. He's going to be a big part of their season. But Dallas continuously, I think you look at Dallas and no one ever says, oh, I think Dallas is going to win MLS Cup. Or I think Dallas are going to win Supporters Shield. Um, but they are continuously in the playoffs and they're continuously in a healthy position in the playoffs. You know, last year they were as well. And I think they've just continued that. And uh, they're on the same amount of points as St. Louis who obviously we didn't expect as much from, and that will probably be reflected in our grades later on. But when we're saying that, oh, St. Louis has had a great season, then you've got to you've got to look at Dallas and think, well, yeah, they've had a good season as well. So B for me. Um, and I, yeah, I expect Dallas to, to stay around where they are. I think LAFC and Seattle are probably too strong for them. 
I think Dallas could get results against them at home. Um, but away, I'd I'd expect the other, you know, Seattle and LAFC to win. So I think it's a chase to uh, they're comfortable in fourth at the moment, and I think they'll they'll kind of remain there, maybe push up to third. Uh, right, Houston then. So they're in tenth. Um, I mean, Houston. I I mean, the biggest compliment I can pay Houston, to be honest, is I don't think they'll get the wooden spoon this year. Ooh, see that's. Up until a couple of weeks ago, I was big on Houston. Um, they were the last team standing in terms of uh, clean sheets at home. They hadn't uh, conceded a goal at home uh, last couple of games. They've they've you know sure dropped off a little bit, but um, I I think there's potential for them to actually do quite well if they can recapture that form that they were showing at home uh, in the first uh, four games. So I'm going to give them a C. Um, it was a B, but just dropping off a little bit. Yeah, I, I actually I'm going to give Houston a B because they are doing better than what I expected. I think Bassi and uh, Herrera are going to be big for them this year. Bassi's, of course, scored five goals in his first 10 games. So if he continues that and plays 20, then you've got yourself there a 10-goal uh, season striker. Um I think with Houston, they are at the moment in a, a bunch of teams that are probably going to stick between 6th and 12th throughout the season. And it's basically whoever can have the better end of the season will probably get into the playoffs. These sort of teams, I'm counting likes of Vancouver, Portland, RSL, Austin and that, is that they will just jump places throughout the season. And then in the last few weeks, one of them, or well, four of them will end up uh, being in the playoffs. So I think Houston's in that bracket, which has not been for a while. So that's credit to them. Can they make it? Again, I think it's the former Bassi and Herrera that's going to push them over. But uh, for now, I think they're doing a lot better than what I perhaps was expecting. So well done to Houston so far. Uh, LAFC, top of the West. I'm going to say it straight away. Um, even though we did expect a lot from them, there's a big pressure on teams after winning MLS Cup to to uh, do the same farm and they're doing it so uh, A for me yeah um, other than the loss to Quakes wasn't it um, yeah fantastic to watch um, I watched their draw with SKC which puzzled me a little bit um, made me lose a little bit of faith um, if I was being really harsh I could give a B here because they should be they should be be undefeated um but still um still in the champions league as well i don't know if we count that it's not mls but it's still impressive um so yeah i'm uh, uh, you have to go away you have to now this is really this is really bad of us i've got to say i've just noticed that we forgot a team in the east and they do they are linked to lafc because they played each other in the champions league semi-final now we're going to be honest with you we could do uh, you know, we could put this in afterwards and edit it in. However, because the sun is setting here in Manchester, I've had to put my blind down. So if you're watching on YouTube, you would notice. <laughs> so now in the West, and I'm sure everyone's now going to be going back to the comments and going, oh, actually taking it out. Oh, you have done Philadelphia. Let's do Philadelphia now. So we're going to go back to the East just briefly. Philadelphia Union, who find themselves in fifth at the moment, in the East. They lost in the Champions League semi-final. Elliot, how would you rate them? Um, oh, I wish it was going to be better because I already feel bad that we forgot them. But um, it's a C for me. Um, we're used to Philly being a really, really good team. The best in the East. Um, obviously got to the uh, got to MLS Cup last season. 
but not just not quite been been on it um home defeat to Orlando of all teams um four four wins from seven at home just not quite their usual standard it's a high standard that's why it's a low score for me I'm gonna go for a C I'm going to go C plus because, again, with Philadelphia, they didn't win MLS Cup last year, but they came so close. And sometimes when you come so close, you can drop down the leagues. It can really affect you the next season. And in fact, yeah, they've lost their home record. They have lost a few games, but I think they're still in there. And you look at them at the moment, they're four points off Nashville in second. And, you know, they have got a game in hand. So if they win that game in hand, if they win the next few matches, they could easily go up to second. Do I think they'll finish top above Cincy? Probably not. But for Philadelphia, if they're going to finish in the top two or three uh, of the top four, if they get a home match in the uh, playoffs, uh, which I believe they will do, then I think it's been a decent season. And it gives them enough then to try and push on and finally get that MLS Cup. Right, let's go back to the West then. And uh, LA Galaxy fans were probably rejoicing at the fact that we pushed it a bit further to talk about them. But unfortunately for you guys, we are going to talk about you now. Uh, find themselves bottom of the West as we speak. Nine points from 13 games. They are through to the next round of the US Open Cup, I guess. But on the whole, a really disappointing season for LA Galaxy. For me, it's an F just because... I didn't think they were going to finish top of the West, I'm going to be honest with you, but I did think with Ricky Puj, with Chicharito, you know, maybe Douglas Costa can finally come to, uh, you know, put in some really good, consistent performances. I did expect them to get playoffs. It's not the case. And uh, what's going on off the pitch seems to be dictating the mood within the stands and on the pitch. Yeah, it's an F for me, um, off the field and on it. Um, on it mainly because... Uh, Obviously, two wins, not good enough. Uh, eight losses in their 13 games that they've played so far. But for me, um, just to dig in, I don't do this for every team, but LA Galaxy, is re- it makes for really interesting reading. So just, just listen to this. Their XG4 at home, so goals expected, is two per game. They're not doing. They're not hitting that. So they're they're not converting chances. And we talked about this in the last episode. I watched them watched them play, and I just, the chances that Chicharito had was just just unbelievable. Um, they're they're conceding nearly two goals per game, and uh, away from home, it, it's awful reading. You know, they're giving up one point five xg against them. They're conceding even more, one point eight six per game. It, it, it's just they just seem hopeless. They're bottom of the entire um, overall standings. I, it, it's a club of their stature. It's just so bad. Um, uh, even by their recent standards in recent years, it's it's really, really poor. Um, and it's probably the lowest score I'll, I'll give today, to be honest. <laughs> like a low, low F. Yeah, cause they've scored. If it weren't for SKC, they've scored late, the least in the league. And we we said with Toronto, we should have scored more than thirteen. LA Galaxy definitely should have scored more than ten. And I think the XG there, as you said, um, it shows that they they're creating opportunities and not scoring them. So very poor indeed for LA Galaxy. Will um, I mean unless LA Galaxy can really have a strong second half of the season, I think if it was to grade teams at the end of the season, I don't think they're getting much higher than an F again. 
Uh, right, Minnesota then. They're in sixth. Uh, probably personally what I expected of Minnesota this year around that sort of middle bracket of teams that I mentioned before when talking about Houston. Um, so uh, what would you grade them? Well, five wins in 13 games is okay. Only one of them's been at home. So for me, I'm thinking their season could be so much better. They could They could honestly be so high in the standings they've won four away games that's half their away games they've won if they'd have won even two or three more home games they really would put themselves up there so for me that's what's poor is the home form um and it's much easier to win your home game so yeah it's a it's a it's a d for me i'm afraid no, I'm going to go C. I think sixth is good for Minnesota. I agree with you. They should have done a lot better at home, but they have, um, you know, they've, they've dealt with that with away from home. You need to be winning your home games, so we'll wait and see what happens in the next part of the season for Minnesota. But for now, sixth, level and points with fifth. It's probably what I expected in Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, average for me. Sixth, um, it gives them a C. Uh, right, Portland in eighth. Now, I... I Probably expected a little bit more from Portland, so I'm going to give them a, I'm going to give them a D plus. Even though they are in the playoffs, I probably expected more. Yeah, it's a D for me. I, I've, ex- I, I, I watched their first home game of the season, and I thought, ah, oh, great, Portland are back, and it's just not been the case. Um, won three games from seven, won one away. Um, yeah, just not the not the Portland that we've we've grown to expect. Um, Thought the thought the roster warranted better results, to be honest. So, um, yeah, not impressed. Yeah, I mean, even Evander, he, he started okay, scored four goals, but I think he's not been consistent for them, um, you know, in the games that he has played. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see for Portland what happens as we uh, enter the League's Cup. I, I fancy Portland could have a good League's Cup, actually. They could be a, a bit of a cup team this year and... Um, you know, have a good league's cup and then come back to MLS and, and finish round about where they are. Um, right, RSL, they're in 11th. And um, RSL, are, for me, a bit of a tricky one to grade because we have expected slightly better from them in previous years. I'd probably just, in my pre-season predictions, stuck them about 7th or 8th. They're in 11th and uh, it's not what we expect from RSL. We do expect that a little bit better from them. Yeah, I think C minus for me. Definitely, you're right. Hard to grade. Didn't expect huge things, but they're probably a little bit worse than than what I'd have expected. Only two home wins. Not really good enough uh, for for any side in MLS, to be honest. So um, yeah, um, unfortunately, that's knocking them down a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go C minus just because if I give them less than that and they win games before this goes out, then they will be quite comfortable in the playoffs and uh, it'll make me look stupid. Uh, San Jose, fifth. Now, they are comfortable in the playoffs and uh, that is is better than what I expected. Lucci's doing the business in Cali. Yeah, um, change of coach is exactly what they needed. Uh, Lucci's doing really well, uh, undefeated at home, so very impressive. Um, Not winning their away games, doesn't matter. They're undefeated at home, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm impressed with with San Jose. It's a B for me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go B as well. Um, probably B plus because I I I expected less from them. Ibobis is a top player and he's going to be important too. And he scored five already. So when you've got Ibobis, maybe 
you can expect that a team could push up into that sort of uh, higher end of the, the conference. But San Jose have been so poor over recent years. Again, I, I don't know what I expected from them. So, yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, uh, put, stick them in the Bs. Uh, right, Seattle, second. Um, poor season last year, despite winning Champions League. They've come back and they're showing their MLS farm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and been a few interesting results still, though, that maybe we wouldn't have expected. Um, but overall been uh been a solid solid start foundations to build on i think because i think they could do a lot better um i think that's still i think that's still fair to say um so it's going to be a b from me a minus um because they stuck with a lot of the the same team as last time and you could you you perhaps the, a few people may have wondered whether that champions league was the end of the schmetzer era of you know did they need a change from that? And they're showing that no, it's all fine and dandy and they can carry on. Uh, right, Sporting Kansas City. Um, they've had an interesting season. We hoped that they would get back to form after a poor season last year. We've said that maybe it's the end for Peter Vermees. And every time we say that, they turn around and have some mad result like when they beat Seattle. So, Elliot, they find themselves at the moment in 13. What would you grade them? Uh, obviously recent results have been a huge turnaround, a couple of wins and a draw. Um, but overall they've won one home game. They've won one away game and that's two wins out of 14 games. So if you look at it in the context of the season, the whole season, it's an F, isn't it? We can, we can get caught up in all ways turning it around, but it, You've won two out of 14 games. It's not good enough. Yeah, I'm going to go with F as well because I think the thing for me with SKC is that they have shown in the odd game that they can turn this around and then they go back and lose. You know, like they have shown that they have the ability of just not doing it. And yeah, SKC, okay, they didn't have a great season last year, but they are a good, they're a good, they're a good team. They're a good franchise. Peter Vermees is a good manager. We should be doing a lot better. For me, I still stand by that. I think that time has come to an end and we need a change. But uh, to be six points off the playoffs after 14 games, the SKC, I'm afraid, is not good enough. Uh, right. As St. Louis City, probably the feel-good story of MLS in 2023. I'm going to go straight out there. I'm giving them an A+. Uh, I don't know what I expected from them, but it wasn't the start they had, let alone being third at this point as well. So yeah, A plus for me. And only played twelve games as well. So um, got a couple of games in hand as well. So you you want to look at the the points per game really rather than anything else. So um, massive A from me goes without saying. Didn't expect much from from St Louis. Came with without many proven MLS uh, players at all, and have shut us all up. So fair play, um, fantastic start to the season. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Klaus, you look at uh, Lewin as well. You know, they've got good players. They've got players that it's not just a flash in the pan for me. I think they've got, got a good squad. They've built it through names that we weren't particularly too sure about. We didn't know much about before they came in, but they've clearly done the research and those players are doing very well. So, uh, yeah, St. Louis, A+, plus, well done, A star, uh, as we give in the UK. Um, and I, I think they could. I think they'll finish in the top four. I think they'll continue this form. I think they'll stutter. I don't see them getting ahead of LAFC or Seattle. But uh, yeah, 
top four for me and they'll get that home home match in the playoffs, which, I mean, the atmosphere that they're doing at the moment, uh, their fans at the stadium, it'll be a hell of an atmosphere and a hell of a game. So, uh, yeah, well done to St. Louis. Uh, right, finally, in MLS, let's rank Vancouver, the seventh at the moment um, in the playoffs. So are you going to rate them quite high then? Yeah, I think that's good for Vancouver. Um, been good at home, four wins from seven. Um Failed to win on the road yet, but they got three draws, which has bolstered their bolstered their points. That's why they're in the playoffs. Um, really positive start, good foundations. It's a it's a B for me. Yeah, home farm so important, and Vancouver's showing that they're making BC place a very difficult place to go. Um, you know, I, I think I, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I expected much from Vancouver to be honest this season, and to, for them to be seventh and you know, doing okay and uh, being, you know, I, I can see them carrying that on. You know, yeah, away from home, we need to, to win a game for a start and, and get that farm up. But if they can continue their home farm, then, you know, a, a good season for Vancouver is them finishing the playoffs. And I think if they continue the home farm, they will do that. So I'm going to give them a C plus. I think there's room to go. I, I don't know how much more than seventh they can finish, how much higher but for now, seven, very good. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, wow, that was... We didn't even argue, really. I think we agreed on most of them. So, um, yeah, some teams with some serious work to do and um, some that are surprising us, which is really nice. Uh, yeah, tell us your gradings. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, stick it in the comments. Or if you are listening on your podcast provider, then uh, why don't you tweet us or Instagram us at Show. Uh, right, that's it from this very special episode of the MLS UK show. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Um, but uh, for now, I just want to say thank you to our sponsor, Soccer90.com. Remember, if you go to Soccer90.com, there's MLS jerseys on there. European jerseys, the new ones will be on very soon as well. Uh, there's international stuff on there as well. So uh, you can get ready for the um, all the tournaments. It's the Women's World Cups coming up as well. So you can get ready for all of that. And uh, kit yourself out in your team's apparel uh, on Soccer90.com. And when you get to the checkout in the discount code, type in MLSUKSHOW and you'll get 20% off. Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, I hope you agree with our ratings and we will see you very soon. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.